Greetings, listeners, and welcome to the Afterthought section of Well, That Fucked Me Up with your host, Luke Coulson. And Kyle Wise. Hi, Kyle Wise. <laughs> I love you, man, so much. <laughs> right. I, these are like the, the highlights of my week. The, the six or seven minutes of each week that you mostly look forward to <laughs> of your life. Yes. Uh, well... Lovely to see you. We've been having a good catch up before we hit record. Some sometimes I think, thank goodness, we didn't hit record some of the things we talk about. Uh, <laughs> anyway, if you're here, listeners, and we're glad you are, we have just listened to James's story or Jimmy's story. Um, and our Jimmy was one of my old is not was he didn't die. So let's go with is present tense. One of my <laughs> oldest oldest friends. And you, that story was on unbelievable. Let me ask you this, so listeners, if you didn't listen, you've got to go back and listen. Uh, Jimmy was um, had a anaphylactic reaction to something he ate, and he literally nearly died. Kyle, have you ever had a reaction like that to anything? No, but I've definitely epipen to a lot of people and given them adrenaline. Uh, and just for our listeners that don't know, you used to work in that profession rather than you just walking around <laughs> epipening people for fun. People. <laughs> The EpiPen killer is on the loose again. <laughs> so, um, because of that, you've EpiPen people because of that. Yeah. It's such a horrible way to go. <laughs> and people do go, don't they? I mean, when when, yeah. when 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 he was saying that he saw the white lights and he was like, I'm off, I'm going, this is it. You know, he couldn't breathe, couldn't get any air through his pipes. Can you imagine? Yeah. And it's not like fast. It's not like... No. It's slowly, so you're slowly like. Yeah. I asked somebody, and they said it feels like breathing through a straw. Yeah. So I not to um, not to associate it exactly, but I have asthma, and I've had asthma all my life, and I've really only had. I have asthma all the time, uh, and I use my blue puffer all the time. However, I have had two or three instances. That's it in my life where. I have not been able to get air down my throat. It's like, and it's, that is fucking horrific. Yeah, it is. Also, how have I known you so long and not known you had asthma? And also, why are you killing it on Peloton all the time? Um, Well, firstly, I don't talk about my asthma. I just, I've literally had it since I was seven years old. So that's 40 years. Um, And it's just part of my life. And it's not something I feel like is, a call out, do you know what I mean? And then, yeah. um, and then my blue inhaler, interestingly, once probably one out of five times I'm on my on doing exercise, I will need my inhaler afterwards. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. I never knew that. That's crazy, dude. Like best friends, and you never even knew. Well, that's that is the <laughs> no. that you learn a new thing every day. Do you know what? Fuck James, yeah. let's talk about me. No, not really. Let's not do that. Let's go. <laughs> That, so I do appreciate, and also Sonny, my um, eldest, has terrible asthma. And when he was two years old, old he, was, he was rushed to hospital when he was two years old. He couldn't, he couldn't, couldn't breathe. Then he went, he was turning blue. Horrendous. Oh, my God. What is, that must have Horrendous. Been. Honestly, I don't, I don't want to be that. It's yeah. horrendous. So um, just let's talk about, so there's the aspect of James's story, which is obviously the trauma that comes off at the back of it. Yeah. But one thing that stood out to me was just the, like in the US, that would have just been a, that would have been a multi-million dollar court case, wouldn't it? <laughs> I know. 
also like against Victoria Beckham too. Yeah. Like, it was just like yeah. everybody involved. Oh, I love that he name checked her. Yeah, exactly. And you guys don't know who Lorraine Kelly is, but she's literally the nicest TV presenter in the history of the world. She's like the motherly, like she's like Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, so, um, it's just, I understand where he's coming from though. And he's, that's just so British. It's like, well, you know, I thought about suing them, but then I, I like quite like eating there. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so, it's so British. Whereas in the, the U S you flinch and there's a lawsuit. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's like, lawyers make a lot of good money here. It is definitely very different, uh, very different culture than in England, for sure. That whole yeah. Sue Sue thing. I love that. It sound like it, I feel like if that happened in the US, like people would like not escort him outside and not like like there'd be like people would be just filming it, and I, I feel like it's very British to be like. All right, chap, this way. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think no. Well, I think they ushered him outside so they could hide, so they could hide him behind the curtain. He said because he didn't want them. So that is again, it's British. It's, let's not make a scene. Let's not die in the middle of the restaurant. If we could usher you outside so you could die out here, that would be more more helpful to us, you know. But joking aside, yeah. uh, you know, we're a podcast about trauma, and I think it was interesting that he was so openly now talking about traumas and how that that uh, experience had triggered traumatic feelings. And then as a result of looking into the trauma that that had caused, he started to um, uncover traumas from his childhood. That's awesome. Yeah. Not awesome that he had a traumatic childhood. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but awesome that, um, that awesome that he is on that, on this journey with us really. Yeah. But, and and it's it interesting too. It's like sometimes it just takes that one little thing. Like maybe it was like the worst day of his life, or I guess the worst summer, or mm. whenever it gets like mm. bee pollen season mm-hmm. in England. <laughs> I don't know. But like that, like the worst like couple months of his life to like really bring into this like era of enlightenment. Yeah, totally. Uh Totally, one hundred percent, and it's yeah, and the stuff that him and I went through, and I touched on it, I won't go into detail. Very, we kind of met met at uni, and then lots of lots of partying, lots of hedonism, lots of let's not talk about our feelings, let's just party, you know, and um, yeah. and it, just knowing now that all the time I've known him, we're now able to just chat so openly and freely about the feelings, you know, Kyle. What we do, we talk about feelings, you and me. Yeah. We started a trend talking about feelings. So I had my cousin on last week. We had a, we had Dane on last week talking about his depression and faking his own death. And we were friends. We've got to get some of your traumatized friends on next. I, I I've been reaching out. I got uh, obviously Mr. John Bond. So yes. he'll be here. Yes. Oh, good. Yeah, let's get him on. That sounds like fun. Well, so listeners, thank you once again. We love you. We've been having record breaking. <laughs> what's that? Was that sneeze? I thought, I thought you sneezed. It was a dog. Uh, the, uh, to our listeners, we've had record-breaking um, figures and numbers. Uh, our podcast is is flying into the stratosphere, uh, and we appreciate it. And thank you. Spread the word. Tell your friends. Join us for all sorts of um, extraordinary stories about people's recovery through life-changing events and 
And your dog, it sounds like, wants us to end the, the, this section of the podcast. So I shall say goodbye, yeah. and I'll see you next. <laughs> I'll, see, I'll see you next time. I love you. I love you, man. Love you too, bro.